it was quite the God moment when I looked around and I thought, wow, I'm supposed to do premiere. And now it's not just you know the money, but it's the lives I've changed. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Mandy Eaton, Director of Marketing Services. Our special guest on today's podcast is Amy Spivak, and she is no stranger to building her Premier Designs business with in-person events. In fact, she has held over a thousand jewelry shows and is a member of both our $25,000 retail club and the Sponsor 5 Club. Amy lives in Bozeman, Montana with over 17 years of service and is a two-diamond designer. Amy, we are so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for being on the Chic Space with us. Oh, it is such an honor. Thanks for including me. Of course. Well, we're just excited to dive right on in. I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself, your family. Let us get to know Amy. Tell us about yourself, girl. Oh, man. Buckle up. It's a fun ride. (laughs) (laughs) So like you were saying, I live in Bozeman, Montana, but I'm originally from the Minneapolis area. So most of my girls and my premier family live there. And uh, that's kind of home, if you will. But uh, my kids and I live here in the mountains of Montana. They're both college students right here in town. In fact, my uh, son is my next door neighbor and my daughter lives 1.2 miles away in the uh, sorority house. So I am a single mom now. I was married for 20 years to a dear friend of mine. His name is Greg, but uh, unfortunately the marriage didn't last. So I have become a single mom during my premier journey. So yeah, it's it's an interesting way to go through life, but uh, I've got complete balance and I enjoy what I do in my business. That's awesome. And I love that your kids are still so close to you, both, you know, personally and in proximity. That's just awesome. It's probably neat to see them enter that chapter of their lives. It is pretty cool. In fact, it happens to be spring break this week. And my son called me a couple days ago and he said, oh, by the way, I went to Utah with a bunch of buddies for the week and I'm safe in the condo. And I was like, great, have a good time. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, my daughter moved home this week. So she's here and we just finished having some eggs Benedict together. And that's how I start each day, you know, with a bunch of bacon and some gooey, buttery stuff. So well, we could be it. best friends for sure, because that's how I love to start my day, too. Well, hey, in 17 years, you've probably seen your business change a whole lot. And there's probably been different chapters. I would love it if you could tell us just how you originally joined Premier. And obviously, you know, in 17 years, I'm sure your life has changed through that. Talk us through that a little bit, Amy. Oh, that's such a great, you know, I've been pondering that sentence. How did I start Premiere? Well, this is really a God thing. And I know we hear that a lot in these podcasts, but and with Premiere in general, I quit my job randomly out of the blue in 2001. In fact, it was August. And I'm thinking, how am I going to make $1,200 a month to keep the lights on at our house? Like we had just overextended ourselves into the, you know, the, the dream, you know, we were living the mini mansion life and um, needed to make some money. And I, honestly thought I was going to stock shelves at Target or work at Pro-X actually and take pictures of babies because that was kind of my life at the moment. I had a two-year-old and a three-year-old and I just had to figure something out. So I got out my old, literally my uh, Rolodex of names and, uh, you know, we had smartphones then. And so we didn't have MapQuest. We couldn't do any, we couldn't do anything. But I uh, got my little Rolodex out and I was flipping through and sure enough, as God dropped this business card onto my lap, I looked at it and it was um, my Premier Designs mama. It was her business card. And I called her up and I said, hey, can you make money doing this? And she said, absolutely. And I said, good, I need something. And then as I started with Premiere, this was August of 2001. 
So, you know, two, three weeks before September 11th happened and I had my kickoff and I really haven't looked back since. And I've been able to cover that $1,200 difference needed in our budget since I started and I was able to be home with my kids. So it was quite the God moment when I looked around and I thought, wow, I'm supposed to do premiere. And now it's not just, you know, the money, but it's the lives I've changed and it's the impact of the people that keep me doing premiere. And it's, um, oh, yesterday, in fact, I uh, got a wedding invitation to one, from one of my hostesses. Um, how crazy is that? You know, so I just think it's such a neat relationship business that I would do for free. I just love it so much. Wow. I love that. And I love the story about how you connected with your sponsor. I mean, for you to just pick up the phone, know that you needed something in your life and call her. You know, I think so many jewelers are like, oh, can I get a phone call like that? But you know what's really cool is you called her because you observed what she was doing in her business and all that hard work that she had put in. And you were watching probably from the sidelines for a while, right? And then you pick up the phone and call her and the rest is history. So I think that's such a great testament. Actually, that's really funny you say that. No, believe it or not, I wasn't a jewelry person at all whatsoever. And I remember keeping her card because she said it had a great guarantee on the jewelry. And I thought, well, I needed a watch and because I was working and I needed a watch and a pair of earrings. So I ordered those things at the show I met her at. And then I hosted because, of course, I didn't have this necklace to match the earrings. Because, again, I had to have one nice outfit at work. And so I remember just keeping her card and calling her out of the blue. And she was like, did something break? I'm like, no, the jewelry's great, but I need a job. And uh, so it was funny because when I started, actually, there's a photo of me going around. And it's actually on my um, Facebook page about the difference the jewelry makes. When I signed up, I was wearing a straw hat, bib overalls, no makeup, and my eyebrows were not on fleek. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a hot mess, but I quickly saw the benefit of accessorizing. So to me, what I love best for these, um, you know, the shows I do in person are, you know, making a woman feel beautiful. Like, it's so special. You know, we all wear cupcakes, like we're all dressed, but if we don't frost them, they're just boring cupcakes. Like, who needs that? I'm going to go big. I'm going to go big. So, you know, I, <clears throat> I like the opportunity to make women feel special. And sure enough, every time I wore my jewelry back in the day, boy, did I feel pretty. So calling her made total sense to me. That is awesome. Yeah. And I think we could all have a before and after uh, picture of before we joined Premiere, right? So I love that. You're right. Just a confidence boost. And, you know, when you help women focus on what really matters and helping them feel good in their day, that's just amazing. That's a kind of a business that will always be giving back to you in your life. So I absolutely love that in Premiere, we get to do that. Well, Amy, just talk us a little bit about, how, you know, running your business and through the different chapters of life. And you've probably done that with some other business businesses. Um, you know, tell us about how you balance all of that. What does that look like for you? You know, it's kind of nice. Now I mentioned my kids are older, um, but I started this when they were two and three. So I always found the benefit of, you know, my kids saw me working. Um, they knew that when mommy was having office hours, they were to do coloring or Play-Doh or, you know, roll in the mud, you know, that kind of stuff. So they were kind of self-sufficient little ones from the time I started this business to, well, now, and they, they appreciate um, all that I've been able to give them through Premiere and the balance and the showing them that I can be there for Cub Scout meetings. And I was the Girl Scout leader and, you know, ran the PTA and all the things. Um, but the balance that I created with Premiere allowed me to be at all the sporting events. All of, not, I mean, I'd missed some, obviously, but boy, was I 
happy that I wasn't stuck to somebody else's schedule, that I was able to do my schedule. And, you know, and since they've, you know, graduated, I've been able to, you know, do a little more traveling with my business, bring my jewelry to, you know, far away places, you know, do Arizona to see my folks. I'll bring jewelry and do a couple shows while I'm there. Um, you know, take a week and do that, which is really nice. Um, I love that balance. But I actually, um, after divorce four years ago here in Montana, I, um, I decided, you know what? I need to meet some more people in my life. And uh, I started waitressing. So during the day, four days a week, I actually waitress at our coolest, hottest um, restaurant in town. So that has been fun for me to you know, meet some more women, uh, make some more friends, and uh, put myself more in the general public here and um, you know, kind of establish my business to a, a bigger degree here. Well, having fun, you know, and walking around. So I love yeah. that. And just to be able to connect with people, you're right, even outside of Premiere and then form those relationships. And I'm sure many of them will end up naturally working into your business. But that's just so great that Premiere is an addition to what you have going on in your life. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's something I do every day. You know, I look at my schedule and I, I spend time on Premiere literally every day. Because if I'm not, my bike's not going anywhere. It's not pedaling forward. It's stopping and it's falling. So I find that I just consistently do something with my business and in my life, bringing joy to people, what I do. I love that. Well, and Amy, if you don't mind, I would love for you to elaborate a little bit more. I know you said when you started your business, your your children were so little, they were just little ones, and that they knew when mommy was working. And I know so many of our jewelers can relate to that. They have young children. How, how did that look for you? How did you kind of partner with your kids? And was there anything that was just really, you know, impactful for them to understand, oh, this is what mom's doing. She's working even though she's home. You know, how did you translate that to where they could understand and support you in that, even as little? kids. It's interesting. I actually heard at a training um, years ago, get a toy box that only comes out when you're working. So put it away and they can't usually get to those toys unless it's um, office hour time. And you give them like the prize toys, like best extra sketch, the best Play-Doh. And that comes out when you need to work. So I always thought that was neat. And well, my kids didn't have smartphones. They didn't have real laptops. Like we didn't have the technology you know, 17, 18 years ago when I was starting this business that, um, you know, I could plug them in. So I had to keep them engaged and, you know, not screaming when I was making business calls. So <laughs> that was challenging, but no, they kind of just knew and they played well together. They were um, best friends, you know, two and three years old together. And, um, you know, and then when they were four and five and then they went to school and gosh, that was great. <laughs> I was able to get a lot more done during the day. And someone said to me once, if you've got a home office, and you've got a pile of laundry. It's best that you step over that pile of laundry and work during business hours and do the laundry at midnight. So I always thought that was so key. You know, there's times I would sit down and watch, you know, Oprah and eat my bonbons, of course. But it was, it was proven to me that every time I put energy into my business, God would bless it. And it would come back to me, you know, blessing women and selling jewelry, blessing my own life in the bills, you know. I love that. And I'm so, uh, just that analogy of stepping over the pile of laundry and working your business like a business. I think that's one of the most challenging things is when it's a home-based business, you know, still treating it like a business. And I just, but I also think it's one of the most rewarding things when we master that. And so what an amazing example. And I love the, you know, bringing out the the, to the toys of gold, so to speak, um, when you work your business, that's just awesome. And then they felt, you know, like they wanted you to do that 
too. And they were probably so supportive of that. So that's just yeah, awesome. Don't, don't work, mommy. I want that Play-Doh. <laughs> so it worked out. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Amy, tell us about a time. It sounds like you've had several, but is there a certain turning point in your premier business that just comes to mind? Oh, wow. You know, I would have to say when I moved cross country, and I think this might speak to, you know, others um, in this business or just in life, you know, how it could look when you start over somewhere, when you're when you're fresh and new in a new space, um, we moved to Montana, like I said, eight years ago, and I had a very established business. You know, I had uh, nine years, you know, yeah, about eight years in um, Minnesota, and I had consistent hostesses. I had, you know, month, I was doing you know, six, eight shows a month, super happy, really balanced. I moved here and I didn't know anybody, not a soul. And I, uh, I was at uh, Costco. And I was wearing every piece of jewelry I owned because I was going to turn someone's eye, right? I had to meet somebody. So actually, wearing high heels in Montana was so hysterical because no one does that. But I thought, well, that's what we do in Minnesota. You know, we look good at Costco. Well, here, they're like, they thought I was crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was the funniest thing. This girl at the checkout counter, you know, as you walk out with your receipts, she checked my receipt and she said, well, I look so good. (laughs) So her name, I love it. I was like, I'll never forget. It was Rita. And Rita was like, girl, I really like your necklace. And I said, oh, Rita, thank you. I'm coming to your house next week. Can you get some friends together? I sell jewelry and I want to be your best friend. She giggled and she thought I was kidding. Like, no, I'm not kidding. (laughs) She understood me. She's like, she understood the the jeans and the heels and the necklace. And she, she was my first hostess here. And we did it at the pizza parlor. And of course, strangers came over and it became kind of a kind of a thing. And um, we don't really have shopping here. So I am in the benefit of the fact that I'm not competing with Macy's and Nordstrom's and a mall. We have a mall, but like not really. So um, yeah, I'm I'm like the Amazon prime for jewelry here. So it's kind of great. Um, But it was funny because she was my start and I was able to catapult from there and meet some friends of hers and then friends of hers. And then surely I've done more shows here now than I ever did in Minnesota, weirdly. So yeah. I average about 110 shows a year. Um, wow. That's amazing. That's so great. Let's just take a minute. That That is just, that's amazing to have 110 shows a year. That's great. Well, and it's funny because 99.9% of them are literally in home. I don't do um, very many Facebook events. I'll do them if I'm asked, but I don't, I don't go out looking for them specifically. I'm more a, well, <laughs> school of Joan Horner here, um, meeting people where they're at making everyone feel important and keeping it super personal. So to me, I love being in someone's kitchen. I love sitting on their couch. I love the whole flow of my jewelry show. And I love that I can make women feel beautiful, literally in person, not just saying, hey girl on social media, you look great or you'll look great or I hope you like this, but literally they're touching it. They're putting it on, they're embracing each other and they're being complimentary to one another. And that's what lifts me up. Like I get such joy out of empowering other women. So I don't know. I've just kind of kept it kind of old school, if you will. That's awesome. Well, and I love too that you kept working your business in a new space until you found that one connection. And I think, you know, for jewelers that have been um, in Premier Designs for a while, they can probably think back and go, oh, you know what? There was that one hostess and that was kind of a turning point in my business. And if you're a new jeweler, you may not have had that yet, but one day you will look back and go, you know what? That hostess helped me break through in a new area or shared her friends with me. And that was such a, a big step in my business. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. We all have to have that Rita. That's right. Yeah. Once you're meeting your strangers and they're impacting your life and you are 
out of your friend and family zone, that is so important. Don't lose hope. You will find your Rita. Just put on some high heels and go to Costco. (laughs) That's right. Hey, here in Dallas, we do that all the time. That's like the normal here. So I feel you. Absolutely. Well, Amy... I know you were so passionate about your in-person events and just the creating that space, you know, bringing that Amazon Prime, if you will, of jewelry into Montana. Tell us about what that looks like. Are there certain things that you do that you love at your show to to create that space? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I think it starts with my invite. Um, When I create the invitation to, um, to these events that I do, I make sure that they're stated as open houses. Because aren't those fun? Absolutely. We all go to a public house. Like, there's no scheduled time. I can just come and go, which works really great for my ADHD. <laughs> so I'm in and out. I'm, I love that. So the women feel they're able to show up kind of if their schedule allows and when their schedule allows. Because I think if um, in Montana, the mentality is I got stuff to do. I got, I got cattle to feed. I've got um, a drive across a mountain pass to get to places like we are in a different kind of culture here. So I like to do mine um, considered an open house. And that way women can come before the oboe lesson or between dance classes or, you know, as they're done feeding their ranch husband dinner, you know, it's, it's a different world. And I love that because they'll show up and they know they're not missing anything. And then, and what I love the best, I think is meeting women at the table you know, no one really sits down at my, my parties. Like we have a blast. We stand there and we empower each other and we try things on and they know they're in and out real quick. And I make sure each person, I don't know, they get their own individual jewelry show. And it's, it's so fun because I get to ask them questions and I get to make sure they understand about our great guarantee and about the hostess plan and how these necklaces can do 94 different things. And the versatility is there and they're seeing it. And each person's kind of getting their own little you know, meet and greet, if you will. And then I try to keep it original. And the next person that comes in, gets a very similar yet completely different experience with the similar meet and greet, you know, and everyone's just standing at the table and we're playing, you know, we're having a blast. I love that atmosphere. Just that sounds like something that I totally want to go and be a part of like right now. I love that you're personalizing it for every woman that sets foot into the space. And, you know, you're so right. And I, even the open house mentality, no one wants to be that girl that knows she's showing up late to the party at her friend's house, you know? So you're basically ta- tailoring it to where she can come at any time and she's welcome and she's right on time for where she needs to be. I love uh, that. Absolutely. You know, I've always thought do unto others <laughs> as you would have done unto you. And I don't like a schedule. (laughs) I like it. I'd show up to my parties. (laughs) Absolutely. That's great. Well, and right there, Amy, that's huge. You're creating a party that you would want to go to. And by just the nature of that, you're going to be excited with what you're doing and how you're blessing them. And so that's going to shine through. Ah, thanks. I think so. I love that. Okay. Well, let's talk about how do you plan your calendar for each season in your in your business and your life? You obviously have a lot of things going on. How do you what does that look like for you? So many of our jewelers are using Premier Designs as their side hustle. You know, how does it look like to plan that out for you as a, in a calendar way? I don't really plan anything. I sort of let the Lord drive this business um, from the very beginning. Like I said, when I started, I knew that I knew that God had a hand in this. And I thought, well, there's a reason I'm doing this, and there's a season. And there's ups and there's downs, there's peaks and there's valleys. But like I said earlier, you get off your bike and you stop pedaling, your bike's on the ground and that's a lot more effort to keep it going. So to me, like I'm doing something every day for my business and um, I'm not getting off my bike, my proverbial bike, but I, um, you know, every day I do something for my business and I don't necessarily plan it. Um, I just, 
I work it every day in the nooks and the crannies. And I know a lot of us have nooks and crannies where we're Netflixing instead. And, you know, to me, it's like, I make sure that I'm making the calls. I'm making sure that I'm sending thank you note to each customer that I met um, at the previous show. In fact, as I'm entering the orders, I'm writing a thank you note. I'm saying a prayer for them. I'm following up with, um, you know, uh, hey, is your jewelry working out great? I'm, I'm staying in touch and I'm being proactive and I'm being intentional because everyone's time is limited. And I feel like if we work it smarter um, and have a consistent plan with doing something and, you know, cause A equals cause B, and then you get that thank you note out. You know, you do the things. Because if you were working for, you know, somebody else, they would have you on a schedule doing A, B, and C. This is you working for yourself. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, you're, you know what works in your business. You know the steps you need to do. And you're keeping it personal. You know, you're writing that thank you note. You're saying that prayer for them. I can guarantee you Amazon is not writing me a handwritten thank you note. So you are doing things to set yourself apart in the marketplace and you're being consistent with those. And that's part of your brand, right, Amy? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, what advice, looking back, I'm sure you've learned a lot in 17 years in your business. What advice would you give to yourself if you were starting over as a brand new jeweler? Oh, I love this. In fact, Shauna Clark, my mentor, um, she said to me once, this is like when you're a freshman in the first year of high school, you're a freshman in the jewelry business and you're going to get lost in the hallway sometimes and you're going to get discouraged because that cute boy didn't like you back or you're going to get a return exchange or you're going to have something that kind of sets you off and, and you're, you're, you're tilted and you're, but you know what? You keep walking down the hallway and then all of a sudden you find your room and you're much more comfortable finding your way in the hallway and you're joining clubs and you're doing the things. So freshman year, your first year in the business, you buckle up and you learn a lot. By your sophomore year, your second year in the business, like sophomore year in high school, you maybe made the soccer team. Maybe you're the cheerleader. Maybe you are trying to be the lead chair in the band. You are doing the things and you're feeling more confident. Third year, you got a date to the prom for goodness sakes. Like you are crushing it. And so third year in the business, you've got repeat hostesses and you've got people calling you when they are getting married and they want to go um, do all their bridesmaids jewelry with you. And then gosh, you're a senior when you're kind of like the queen, right? You know, all the things in the hallway and you are feeling confident and everything flows. So I feel like if you start this business, I'd say commit to four years, no matter what, it makes sense to me. You know, as a freshman, how many times did you want to drop out and be homeschooled, Right. So it's like, I don't know, I give it the four-year shake. I love that. And you know, you're you're exactly right. Each year is gonna look a little different and you're being patient with yourself and not expecting to know everything that first year. That's an amazing analogy. Shauna has so much wisdom. I love talking to her. Well, hey Amy, at the end of every podcast, we love to ask our jewelers these fun rapid fire questions. And that just helps our chic space listeners get to know them a little bit on a personal level. Um, I would love it if we could cover five questions as we wrap up our time together. Are you up for it? Oh, bring it, girl. Okay, here we go. I think the first one's the hardest. What's your favorite piece of jewelry oh man okay let's see mm. okay so I waitress right so I've got to have my hair up a lot so the I don't know I'm going with the inside out earrings you know you got some sparkly perfect hoops that look great when you're crushing the hair ponytail those are awesome I love those too okay how do you drink your coffee oh cold and sugary really cold you're, you're a cold brew girl I like that I run hot I need cold <laughs> okay all right what time do you wake up each day Oh, yeah, you're going to judge me. Don't judge me, ladies. I promise I won't. <laughs> I need a straight eight. I go to bed at midnight. I set my alarm for 8 a.m. And then my Fitbit tells me that I slept for like, you know, seven hours and 44 minutes. 
Not bad, right? That's perfect. Oh, I'm an eight hours a night kind of girl too. Me, I get it. Okay, what's one thing you do that gives you energy? Oh, you know, people. Anytime I'm around people, the extrovert in me is like filled. My tank is happy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you're in the right line of work, girl. What's one place that you want to travel that's on your bucket list still? Oh, man. I think anywhere I can put my face in the water and be snorkeling. That's my jam. Love it. Awesome. Okay. Well, Amy, thank you so much for spending time with us today on The Chic Space. We've learned so much from you. I know I have. And I love that you're using your business as a way to bless others. And it's still pouring into your life with how that you do that. So thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And if and if um, Chic Space listeners want to reach out to you and connect, do you have a way they can do that on social media? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I'm a big fan of Facebook still. Um, Amy Spivak. Jewelry makes you smile. That's my tagline. Love that. Wow. You snagged that early. I love that one. Okay. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for your time today, being on the Chic Space and sharing your story with us. We can learn so much from how you've owned and operated your business for over 17 years, and we really appreciate you. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.